goblins and witches, wyverns, gnolls, and liches. You know my D20 Here comes a Gary D. Redisick. Oh, this one's a bad one. Here's how you know. I don't mention Gary or anyone. No, just repeat. Redisick. Go. Here comes a Gary D. Redisick. Go. Here's the bad one. Here's how you know. I don't mention Gary or anyone. You know, this is a bad one. Redisick. Go. Hey, everybody. It's me, Brayton Cameron. And with me, as always, is Gary Butterfield. And we're here hosting Teenage Dirtbags. Um, and we're going to be talking about rednecks. It's time for the rednecks. Um, it is time for, <laughs> for the Rednecks. I wish I had gotten that out and learned how to play this song, but then I would never be able to forget it. Yeah. And it'd be in my brain. And I think it's it's better that you not know how to play Cotton Eye Joe by Swedish pop country mm? group Rednecks. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the thing that I think, Brayton, has convinced me that despite all the good in the world that somebody like Scatman does, I might hate Europop. <laughs> I might. I, I just, I, I find this, uh, this is a real, like, couple sessions, last session too, with, uh, with our, with our friend, the, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. um, yeah. is a real, like, songs that make me want to die, like, that yeah. give me a stomach ache. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I could definitely see that. Uh, this is a terrible song. I feel like it was more ubiquitous than even uh huh uh-huh. uh-huh. mm. um, Yeah. Because, you know, it, like, still shows up at, like, weddings. Yeah, this doesn't really go away. Um, yeah. I, I had, I heard this song a lot because I had a cousin yeah. who was, ext- well, let's, before we get into it, Brayden, how you doing? I, I'm doing all right. Um... Just session, feeling pretty good about that. Kind of stressed out from work, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's okay. <sighs> Sorry to hear that. Yeah, how are um, you? Yeah, well, it sounds like a mixed bag. I'm doing all right, getting ready for a, a trip, and I woke yeah. up today feeling a little bit poorly, and I'm really hoping that I don't have like a yeah. sickness that either uh, <laughs> makes my trip not fun or forces me because I always do like. Mm-hmm you know, save a hundred dollars and not be able to cancel my trip or move it or anything. I never like spend the extra yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, Cause it's very expensive. It feels like gambling, you know? And I, I still feel comfortable with that decision because it's a flight to San Francisco. So it's costs like a hundred bucks regardless. So all I'm out is a hundred bucks, but, um, as opposed yeah. to being out like 50 for getting the insurance, but I do feel a little sick. I'm a little worried about getting sick mm-hmm. um, for the trip. But, but you can think of, uh, how, nice it will feel knowing that you've potentially uh you know spread your illness to all those people on the plane that you have mm-hmm. to like share the same recycled air and i'm gonna suck bezos's dick oh why i'm not able to get him sick oh <laughs> so, so you have like a sexually transmitted mouth disease mm-hmm. okay. it's called a cold no no oh, i'm not gonna actually do that but i just think you know it would be nice to get some of those tech bros really sick yeah like yeah, really I'd be sick into that. I think I mean isn't isn't Jeff like already dating somebody else? Um, oh, probably. Oh, no, he's getting divorced. Yeah, I know, but I thought oh, he's I thought already he was dating already... someone else. Yeah. Well, 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 I mean... Brayton, let me pose you a question. Yeah. Is uh, is he dating someone else, or is he dressing? Is it me dressed up as like a stick of dynamite, like a Bugs Bunny? <laughs> <laughs> I I I don't know. I don't know yeah. for sure. Uh, the answer on that one. 
Uh, and also, of course, uh, what you drinking? What you drinking? Gary, uh, you and I together, we went to uh, the plaid pantry, and I got myself a nice vial of poison, which is <laughs> called a uh, squirt. Caffeine-free thirst quencher. And for people who haven't been paying attention to Teenage Dirtbag's lore, uh, Brayden is really allergic to grapefruit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, There's not enough actual grapefruit juice in there to do anything to me. Okay, good, um, good, good. So I'm probably fine. I could drink the whole thing, no problem. It's like people who drink some tequila with a scorpion in it. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's just a, just a little bit. Just uh, a little bit of scorpion yeah. venom isn't going to hurt you. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, for people who listen to the show, we do hang out outside of recording as well. And, uh, yeah. and during that trip, I got a, uh, a yerba mate. Mm-hmm. Is I, that what you're drinking? I'm drinking that. I didn't I didn't save that for the trip because I just needed a little caffeine boost because I am uh, either due to illness or just being alive, a uh, great yeah. kind of dragon. I understand. I understand. Yeah. But, I, you know, I have a feeling that uh, this this discussion about rednecks might get you riled up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's, I am very tired. However, whenever I start to doze off, I just have to, you know, just... And then I just go right to being awake. Woo! I'm awake. I'm ready. Okay, here's what I was going to tell you about Cotton Eye Joe. Okay, please. Uh, I had a cousin who I used to hang out with a lot as a kid. He were like my rich cousins. My cousin Tony. And uh, he uh, was way into Europop. Mm. And... uh, for a long time, it was cool because he was way into Jesus Jones. Okay. So like every and he would get these singles and he would just Jesus, listen to them over and over and over. So it was just like right here, right now. Yeah, and right here, right now, pretty good song actually. Not pretty so bad. Good song. Uh, yeah. But when the Rednecks came out, it was a fucking like category four disaster. Uh, <laughs> as him listening to this song, specifically this song, not not even the B side or anything. Yeah. Just this song. With all of our favorite uh, players, Dagger, Whippy, Ace Ratclaw, Joe Cragg, uh, Spades, Billy Ray, BB Stiff, Purvis. Um, Purvis. Purvis. Um, all uh, just on loop for like infinity, like all night. He would just listen to Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah. Uh, just over and over. Cotton Eye Jover and Jover. Yeah. And that's a that's a Cotton Eye no-no. <laughs> Cotton Eye no-no, no-no. Um, yeah, it was excruciating. And I... I'm not trying to be like, hey, I'm Mr. Good Taste when I'm fucking 11 guy, but yeah. I was like, dude, this is really rough. This is awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, this, this was, was like right in the middle of my full on grunge mode. You know? Yeah. I, I don't understand what, how this became a hit or how it's a popularity. It's like adding techno and country together, but like the worst parts of both. It is. Like, this is not. I, I have a lot of different uh, questions and notes, so we should probably get into it because this is yeah. going to be. A pretty pretty dense episode for a video that's actually pretty simple, but I just feel like the rednecks yeah. and uh, Cotton Eye Joe in general yeah. um, is a thing because I want to uh, ask you before yes. we get just to get a little trivia out of the way before we get in the video, uh, Brayden, will you play my little guessing game? <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> I'm a guessing boy and I live in a guessing land. Good riddles in my heart and enigmas in my hand. And if you want to live in wealth or stealth or fame, you play along with my simple guessing game. Guessing game. 
the most esoteric and rare piece of Rednecks merchandise. Oh boy, the most esoteric and rare piece of Rednecks merchandise. Um, that is very difficult. I feel like it's probably like a, a like a, a medallion sort of thing, but it's a vial of like their blood or like one of their <laughs> uh, grossly painted yellow teeth. God, we're going to talk a lot about mouth. <laughs> set of videos man it's real mouth heavy yeah uh, no actually uh, because their CD or EP Inbred with Rednecks features the interactive multimedia part Inbred with Re- Rednecks as the first disc which is a point and click adventure game starring the Rednecks wow <laughs> like, are you is this is this where i get to put that on the list for uh, abject suffering? suffering yes yeah. um we will fast track it um <laughs> actually for synergy i uh i'm going to text uh cole and see if yeah. we can record it tomorrow <laughs> um let me see if i can find i mean we might we ought to see if we can get it to play yeah, you have to actually find a copy and play it. Yeah, but it, it, uh, yeah, it is a. Uh, it doesn't seem to be showing up in a Google search. But I'm gonna see if I can play that. There's a point-and-click adventure for the Rednecks, man. Yeah, yeah, that's more than a lot of bands ever get. Like, was there ever a Beatles video game? No, no. I, I mean, there's Beatles so. rock band. That's not yeah. really the same thing. No, that's different. It's yeah. more about rock bands in general. That's that's like saying you know there's an ELO video game because Four Little Diamonds is a nice city. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> You're just like Jeff Jeff Lynn. I imagine whenever Jeff Lynn's in the studio, it's like um, uh, like one of those screwball twenties comedies where somebody is in a room with tons of dials and knobs and buttons, and he's just trying to oh, press yeah. all of them. Like, yeah. you know, just uh, it's like he's pulling giant levers and there's steam coming yeah, out. Yeah, exactly, and they just they're just different esoteric. Like you know, I keep saying esoteric, just different weird instruments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, let's talk about this video. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, so we're uh, we start the video. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's the best place to to be in is uh, a fade from black onto a cow skull, and then we're immediately uh, assaulted. I think assaulted yep. with uh, one of the band members' dagger, dagger's it, uh, face, and it's not pleasant. I don't actually know if that's dagger. He's just the first person listed. Okay, yeah. in the uh, the thing, it could be dagger. It could be. Uh, Bobby Sue or Could Billy Ray, BB Steve. PJ Stiff. or Squee or Tobin's dad. Mip. I think it might be I Ken guess. Tacky. I don't know. There's, a, there's a, <laughs> <laughs> just these names. So it's, it's one of those guys. Uh, and it's just him singing the hook. Um, this gets weird credit for the Rednecks for being a band where they reverse the dynamic of instead of having the lady sing the hook, the lady sings the verses. Yeah, and the the verses are like there's eight lines of verses, but the hook gets repeated about eight hundred times, and, and it's extremely unpleasant, but yeah. catchy in a way that like it does get stuck in your head, you know. It's true. But what is the cilantro like feeling where somebody listens to this and they don't like they're not like this is stuck in my head I want to die they're like yeah this is yeah. stuck in my head I need to listen to it like a lot yeah you know yeah um so he's um, in the face and he immediately says the the hook. Which is the which is the first lines uh, of this folk song? Yeah, if it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd been married a long time ago. Yep. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Yeah. Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? What do you think it means to be cotton eyed? Uh, 
Well, I, I looked it up, uh, or I've looked it up in the past, and it's not in Genius. Like, it wasn't in the Genius lyrics, but, like, I've heard people reference it as, like, when a horse gets scared and you can see the whites of its eyes. Oh. <laughs> um, so it was, like, uh, like having, um, like, showing a lot of white in your eye. Okay. Um, so, like, which is weird. Yeah, I do, like, he's always rolling his head, his eyes back in his head. I guess. Because um, he's so sexy. Well, that's the, the two verses, and we can just get these out of the way, even though they come after 70 choruses, each one. Yeah. Uh, so he rode to town on a, like a midwinter storm. He rode through mm. the fields, so handsome and strong. His eyes were his tools, and his smile was his gun, but all he had come for was having some fun. Yeah, and then the other one, he brought disaster wherever he went. The hearts of girls was to hell broken scent. <laughs> well, okay. okay <laughs> they all ran away so nobody would know and left only men because of Cotton-Eyed Joe. It is. He's Cock-Block-Eyed Joe. Like, it's his <laughs> like, whole thing. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, I like that he he has such a power that he's able to both seduce all the women with his uh, eyeballs and his gun, mm-hmm. uh, gun smile, and, mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then they all have their hearts broken and leave the town. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they go to form their own Amazon community. Yeah. Speaking of like Bezos. A, they all join nunneries or something. Yeah, and that's why the narrator here was unable to get married, because Cotton Eye Joe came to town and uh, just was too sexy because he's so scared or because he's rolling his eyes back in his head. Yeah. Uh, or somehow there's just too much white in his eye that everyone is. Because, to be fair, if the standard of, like, male is represented yeah. by this barn rave, somebody mm-hmm. with non-bloodshot eyes is going to be a looker. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe that's why he's got an eye. Because we have to go through this cast of fucking malcontents yeah. in this thing. Before we do that, though, we should probably figure out which Pokemon is tastiest. We got a bit of Snorlax, and we're gonna make some Big Macs. Gonna take a spinner rack, then we gonna add some flax seeds. The bell sprouted in my belly, a toupee with some togepi, aromatics with my stunky spoink. Rashes with my jelly, peanut butter with my bonsley. My junior pate is my one wish for a gonzo walking sandwich. Served hot or tepid, ghastly full of lipids. We're gonna use science to determine which pokes are delicious nutrition dishes that fulfill your gourmand wishes. So sit back, have a drink, the wait will be with you shortly. We gotta snack them all, we gonna get so portly. Jigglypuff, Wigglytuff, Iggly Buffin Tops. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to know. Um, so we have three more over the two episodes of recording. We're going to do three, and then we're on to the third round. So we're just doing okay. the uh, finishing out the second round. Um, and I want to know, Brayton, mm-hmm. which of these... This is probably the only one of these we'll do this episode. We'll do two next episode. Okay. Which Pokemon is tastiest? Swoobat or Gyarados Mega? Oh, boy. These Megas. These Megas, I tell you. Um, let's take a look at Swoobat again. Oh, man. Sorry, I have my... Microphone in a weird That's quite spot right. for for oh Swoobat's adorable mm-hmm. and uh, Gyarados Mega. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got my own Gyarados Mega cat over here, just making some. Yeah, I know. I know. I really um, 
okay, I know we're talking about tastiness here, and, and the swoobat is right there. Uh, you could probably catch a swoobat with your bare hands and mm-hmm. uh, roast it over a fire and have a meal immediately. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gyarados, I know, is going to be a lot of work. One, because it's a giant. Um, right? Is it, how, how big Gy- is Gyarados? Gyarados Mega is pretty big. Now, here's the thing. We, have, we talked about this, uh, that you do have to eat. I don't think you have to eat the entire Pokemon. Yeah, you have but to you do, have to sample. You have to sample every part of the Pokemon. Yeah. So, like, in the last one... We talked about how um, the thing that had that Cyndaquil, you had to eat those quills, and you were cool with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't, I can't say I would be with a Gyarados Mega. I think that's too much shell mm-hmm. slash scale for me to have to deal with. Plus, the fin, like the giant dorsal fin, is probably unpleasant. Uh, yeah. It's just like Chewy. a salt, salty skin. Yes. Um, it's got that huge crest, which is probably just bone. Mm-hmm. I mean. I'm just. I'm gonna have to give it to Swoobat. Swoobat, going for the easy uh, one. Yeah, I would say. I would say Swoobat's the way to go. Um, I, I feel bad about eating because it's so cute, but that, but no court know. would convict you. No, I mean I'm starving to death here. Is there a room for an Ortolan Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> that like evolves into like a, a guy with a mask or something, or a guy with like yeah, covering his face? Yeah. Um, the hundred year old egg. Yeah, something like that. Um, okay, we're in a barn rave, and we got a cast of characters going on. Yeah, we've got Dagger. Yeah, we'll probably assume. Dagger, the the main guy. Um, our main our got, main toothless. Yeah, well, I, and it's like his teeth are like clearly fake painted. He's dirty looking. He's got basically everyone in this is dressed like a scarecrow um like <laughs> yep. not a like an actual country bumpkin but like a scarecrow yeah um and then i i love the guy who's standing behind him to the left who is just like can't be bothered like mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just got a real dope look on his face yep and th- these guys this band has a lot of people in it generally which mm-hmm. is silly because techno music can be just done with by one guy yeah, I think the I, I I assume it's just like the um, like we're making some money, so let's hire all of our high school friends. Yeah, yep. And then they stop being friends. Like you might want to give a job to Purvis. Like once <laughs> once you get to some money, it's just like, hey Purvis, you need some work, and Purvis needs some work. Yeah, you know Purvis isn't getting you know getting jobs. Yeah, his name's Purvis, yeah, and there the was only thing. one gas station that would hire him. Yeah. That one closed. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it got shut down for reasons. Yeah. Um, so the uh, it's also in the beginning of this when we're getting introduced to our, our cast of characters. One of my least favorite is the uh, the the drummer, the mm-hmm. caveman drummer who just has a big bass drum that says "Rednecks." That he hits with a big bone. Yeah, um, and then he's he's got like a bucket hat on, and yeah. he just he kind of looks like the the redneck Swedish version of like Angus Young is supposed yes. to look. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, and we also we meet the young lady, yep. uh, the female vocalist who is pulling a rat out of her hair. Mary Jo. Yep. Because there's two kinds of women in the rednecks averse. Okay. And it's uh, kind of gross, like scummy farm women, you know, mm-hmm. because I have some questions about this band and like their kind of commentary on America. Um, or like very, very beautiful farmer's daughter types. Right. Like one of which is riding a mechanical bull during this. Um, yeah. tempting a guy with curly hair who stepped out of an entirely different video. Yeah, he really does his outfit and his hair um, make him look a lot like um, 
uh, Hyde from like the very early '70s shows. Yes. Yeah, it's it's uh it, he does not look like he belongs in either this rave or in the rednecks. Yeah, he looks like a boy. Yeah, which yeah. is a problem later, but yeah. Um, also, I don't know if you caught this because this is a very uh, flashy edited video. There's just yeah. things that happen kind of between you know between the cuts. That right before this rave started, they have tarred and feathered someone to the point of death and are carrying them out on a stick. <laughs> Did you notice that? No, an unmoving. Is... Um, let me see if I can find a timestamp for you. An unmoving, oh, tarred and feathered figure is carried out of the Rednecks camp. Um, and, yeah, uh, tarring and feathering, for people who don't know, uh, for that to work, they have to, you know, for tar to be liquid, it has to be extremely hot. So tarring yeah. and feathering was a way to give somebody third-degree burns all over their entire body. Um, and, you know, it's not like, I bet you, like, so right around 30 seconds, okay. 33 seconds, they start carrying this guy out who's been tarred and feathered. Uh, due to events that happened before the video. Oh, and they yeah. They show his face screaming for a about. second, right at 38 seconds. Oh, my God. And it's never brought up again. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm there's like... a chance I might be the first person to notice that in history. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's terrifying. Yeah. What are, the, what, are, what, are the, what are these rednecks rot? <laughs> I don't know, but I just saw one who was hideous. Uh, yeah, well, the, the teeth the wipes. Yeah, all the, all the teeth. Yeah. Uh, everyone's got really messed up gross teeth. In fact, I, it seems like one scene, one of the guys puts his teeth in. Yeah. Like, I think that's what he's supposed to be doing, or he's getting a lip full of chaw. I mean, I, it's hard to say exactly. And they, they, um, so they all have these really gross teeth. There's also a lot of scenes of them just spitting. Yeah. Like, spitting chaw, you know, which is gross, like chew or char or what have you. It's like, yeah. before they showed anyone's mouth... They said they needed to like go bobbing for melted licorice or something, <laughs> and they just get a bunch of black stuff in their mouth. Like it's really it's, disgusting. It is. It's very gross. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I also noticed that there, one of the cowboys who is dancing as part of the rave uh, just he has a real uh, Ed Ed from uh, the band Live like ponytail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like totally shaved except for his rat tail like braid. Yeah, uh, rough stuff. Yeah, Ed Kowalczyk. Um, this, this is something where there's not really a story to this video other than the mystery of what happened with that tarring and feathering. It's more of just a disgusting tableau of the worst people on Earth. Um, you know, just, just really repulsive humans on display here. Yeah. And and as we'll, we'll move into, I, I want to definitely talk about um, some of the other rednecks, their history and other videos they've done. Yeah. But do you think that the rednecks, the idea behind this is that they are a criticism of America? Uh, I don't. I wonder if it's even a criticism, or if they're like, if they're they're jumping into what they think American South culture is, like legitimately, and, and they legitimately think it's like this, and they're celebrating it. It does. It feels a little bit like a celebration, but then their 2018 single "Manly Man," yeah, um, which is a, a, a video with a really big, fat, bearded, disgusting guy who looks like. Um, you know, like just like an abusive dad in uh-huh. a mob movie or something with a hot country girl, uh, okay. just being a gross TV watching, ball scratching, spitting, drooling, yelling moron. Oh, okay. Is so the whole like a, video. Yeah, a manly man. Being a real manly man. And the rest of their videos, which do take a little bit more of that, uh, that sense of um, kind of tribute to them. Um, okay. So I want to. I want to. I guess this is a good time to take you on a journey. Uh, <laughs> next stop, 
education. <laughs> next. No, next, next stop. stop. <laughs> where we're going to learn about some other Rednecks videos. Here. Yeah, tell me. Tell me about all these videos. Because I watched a bunch of them. So Manly Man, I, we, we, we talked about. Uh, can we talk about um, Old Man and the Oak or whatever it is? Oh, we can talk Old Pop and an Oak. Old Pop and an Oak, yeah. Which has the same fucking hook as Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> exactly the same fucking thing. It's it's really egregious. Like, they should sue themselves. Like, it is it is definitely them trying to chase their hit. Yeah, uh, but it came. It's in right in the same year as as yeah. Cotton Eye Joe. It's like they just released the exact same song. Um, so instead of like Cotton Eye Joe, it goes like pop in an oak, to pop in an oak. Like it does the same yeah. uh, kind of like not limerick, but that same rhyme scheme. Yeah, it's the same rhyme scheme and they, it's just same pop in the oak over and over again. And instead of taking place in a barn rave, it takes place in a weird spirit void. Yeah, but, but there's exactly as much mouth time in it. Yeah, so much. And they're like, I remember seeing the the video of and they're the what is there? Mary Joe yes. is trapped in a birdcage, and a like giant poppin' an oak is like leering at her <laughs> with with his gross with plastic Ilan face. Jethro tolling her. Yeah, he's just gonna aqualung her up. Yeah, he definitely he seems like the kind of guy who could aqua lung. He, he's it's very aqua lung. Like oh, your lungs are not going to be good with all his fucking jaw. Mm-mm. Um, Pop and Oak, which is just them doing the same thing. Uh, Wish you were here. Uh, is their remembrance song about wishing that um, you like they had their big country man back? Yeah, there's two videos for this. Um, the one that is the uh, their official video definitely has a story, and it's about like old West times. Yeah, but it is free to download and edit if you want to use it for your own remembrance purposes. It says, "Oh, thank." And that's the, very kind. The official remembrance cut is def- is dedicated to someone named Deputy Carl. <laughs> Deputy Carl. Deputy <laughs> Carl sounds like a band member. It, it definitely sounds like yeah, like or like the guy who would chase the rednecks around. Yeah, you know, because um, the rednecks like definitely it sounds like a transmedia property. Like they get into adventures, you know, and the, the, the sheriff tries to stop them from all their bootlegging and moonshining. Damn it, Deputy Carl! Yeah. Them rednecks got away again. Ah, damn it! They can't get them because they keep spitting at me. <laughs> And then the the one the the weird like super young woman keeps beating her asshole to the beat and uh, <laughs> and and sending me into a bone bone rage. Um, so that that video is extremely weird. Hold me for a while is a lot weirder, which takes place in Lord of the Rings times near what? where a red witch is hanging out near a plinth uh, and keeps getting teleported to the desert. And then a bunch of miners walk up and she okay. opens a portal to teleport them to the desert. <laughs> Oh, um, so, and then uh, finally, and uh, uh, well, not finally. Uh, there's also Spirit of the Hawk, which is about Native Americans. Of course, um, you know, because you can imagine the sensitive, nuanced portrayal. No, I can't. I'm sure it's not full of terrible stereotypes. And if you, uh, Brayton, let's say you wanted to uh, book the Rednecks. Yes, uh, let's say that you go to europeantalent.se. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Some European talent stats. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, the, my least favorite one of all of these is the the way I mate. Oh, that's. Uh, I mean, it's super gross already. It's uh, yeah. It's it. pretty. I don't care for the way that he mates, and like, it takes place on a train. Um, it is the uh, the that has the same hook as Cotton Eye Joe. 
of <laughs> course, like because that's what they do. Yeah. Um, and it has this, like, but the hook is more annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, when the woman comes in, it does this like, ee, 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 ee. it's like this high pitched <laughs> e sound that she makes. <laughs> and it just, you just like, I'm watching it. And I'm like, is, is this like music? Like what, what am I doing here? How are there a bunch of like Euro kids dancing to this? Because it has the same, like, I feel like Euro trant, like Euro pop music kind of has, is very interchangeable because it just has like the beat, you know? Yeah. Like that beat that's very easy to dance to. Um, why would you choose this? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I have no answer for you, Gary. I'm sorry. I, I, wish, I wish that you did. <laughs> I don't. I, I only chose this because it's a nightmare. That's it why is, I it is a really, really nightmare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, can we go back to talking about uh, Redneck's um, Cotton Eye Joe here video? Oh, oh yeah. Sorry to, sorry to take you on next stop. Let's go back no. to the... Uh, the, the 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 bus has taken completed its loop and now we're back at fucking Cotton Eye Jonestown. Yeah, and it's time to take the damn Kool Aid with moonshine in it and die. So I have a yeah I have a few things I wanted to just briefly mention about the video. Um, one, I, well I wanted to talk about the music uh, and mm. the singing, uh, yep. which I know isn't something we normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, we probably do it all the time, uh, but. One, I felt like the female vocalist, Mary, Mary Jo, mm-hmm. sounded like she was on helium. Um, she just, like, came in and was way too high for the, yeah. for that. And then also, that is, like, the worst, fakest banjo solo I've ever heard uh, in my life. Yeah, yeah. It's an extremely... And that would be one reason to have all these people in your band. You yeah. know, like, let's say you're Foster the People... Not Foster the People, um... God, like like one of those millennial Yelp bands that kind of unironically have lots of fiddles and banjos. Sure, sure. And do like, like that. Mumford's oh, oh. You know, those bands. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're one of those guys, you might need to have all these people. But since this is all fake, you just need a laptop to do it. Even in 1995, like I feel like yeah. an iMac. You know, a big yeah, I mean, you needed to someone to carry your laptop because they <laughs> used to weigh 25 pounds or whatever. And, yeah, and you had to get enough people that you just throw in a dollar so you can get a license for Fruity Loops. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> if you have Fruity Loops or Cakewalk, I think you're sitting pretty on this yeah. bad boy, you know? Um, the way she sings is really worth talking about because she has that hypernasal voice that makes her sound like a mall. Like M-O-L-L, like a, a mobster's wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the the one, like the, the monologue that the, the girlfriend gets in, in um, Goodfellas. Yeah, sure, where she, sure. Like, they looked bad. They all had bad <laughs> hair. And they all had bad <laughs> skin. Um, it's like that, that monologue about that. And then she sounds like that a little bit. Yeah, me. she definitely does. Like, yeah. Vinny, why are you doing this? Yeah. yeah. Rednecks, why you gotta have a bond rave? <laughs> um, so that happens. Yeah. Uh, they zoom in on her teeth, which are fine. Uh, every all the dudes terrible teeth. Her teeth fine. Yeah, there's there's um, two sets of good teeth. It, it's the main redneck lady and the main uh, lady who's riding the mechanical bull who falls onto the guy, the curly haired fella. Yeah, yeah. Um, before she falls onto the curly haired fellow, there's a just inexplicably a guy just wearing a vest riding a horse. Yep. Uh, I think that's not an eye joke because he's real very, slick. Yeah, he's just very calmly walking through t- through the barn rave on his horse. Yeah, uh, and and, and, we'll, I, and we we've established a rule against that. You notice the three rules that they present. <laughs> yes, like there's no horses, yeah. no baths, and no, no sex, sex. <laughs> no sex inside. So it's like gremlins. Like if you do one of those things, then the rednecks 
like recreate or, or like you know multiply. Yeah. Like so, that we're going to be up to our necks. We're going to be up to our rednecks and in, uh, in in rednecks pretty soon. Yeah. Because that guy breaking the rules. That's that's exactly exactly it. Um, so the young woman riding the mechanical bull falls off in a way that makes her fly into the air and land on top of uh, the curly haired guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she gives him like a, like a non like sexy, like flicks his chin upwards mm-hmm. and, and then looks at the camera. Like I'm so naughty. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't understand it at all. I am going to take this virginity <laughs> is what she's saying. She's saying this, this, this is this is once a boy. I'm going to make him a man. Uh, break the rules of the Cotton Eye Joe's like Rave Shack. Yeah, of the and, Redneck Rave Shack. And, yep, create more more Cotton Eye Joe's. I just i I didn't know that was a move. Oh, there's a baptism as well. Like apparently there's she people pops just out. She's jumping very happy out of to water. Pop out of the, the baptism. Yeah, that definitely happens. Um, yeah, I don't. Um, I'm really kind of sickened by this. And the uh, there are. This is their first album, and yeah. it's often their first big hit. Uh, this is 1994. Um, they are still active. I can't imagine how or mm-hmm. why. So 24, a quarter century of the Rednecks could be a retrospective. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you could potentially, you know, Rednecks, a quarter century later. People have lived and died in the span of the Rednecks. Yeah, uh, yeah. And they continuously, like, just kind of, they were, like, a thing in uh, Sweden. I did a little research for this episode. I asked, like, on Twitter, I was like, hey, my Swedish followers are are people from from that area, whether these guys were a big deal. And most of everyone's like, no, they're annoying. Like, they were a big deal, but they were really obnoxious. Yeah. So I don't think that they were just like, yes, these guys are our Beatles, and uh, (laughs) this is our proudest export. (laughs) Well, because you have ABBA, and ABBA's good. ABBA's good. Or Ace of Base. Ace of Base is respectable, even though they're, like, half of them are Nazis. Like, yeah. they're, they're respectable, you know, uh, other than the Nazis. Wait, half of them are Nazis? I didn't know about that. I think I think the two guys in Ace of Base got uh, tied to white supremacy. Oh, great. We I should did... definitely do an Ace of Base video and talk about it. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I'm, I'm into, into Ace of Debasement. The yeah. um, Ace Pupil, our uh, <laughs> spinoff <laughs> talking about the white supremacy of Ace of Base. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm into that as well. Um, I, have to, yeah. I have to find that article I read because I might be misremembering it. Okay. Um, but they just continue to make albums and have all these uh, shuffles. Like if you, on their Wikipedia page, first of all, there's an entry called The Return of Lofgren, which I like because yeah. it makes it sound like it's a level in uh, God of War or something. Yeah. And then uh, if you look at them, uh, their lineup little thing, you know, Wikipedia will do these charts. Yeah. They have no contiguous members. Huh. Like nobody was in this band from the beginning to the end. Um. So with, without uh, Bobby Sue is probably the closest. Yeah. Uh, who took a really long break, or not Bobby Sue, uh, Billy Ray rather. Um, well, he's at least in the beginning and the end, but most people were not even there in the beginning and the end. Like Mupp, I guess Mupp was in it for a little while and then joined, rejoined. Mupp. He left in '95 and came back in 2012. Gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, like like you're just like you're you're '95 uh, to 2012. So that's how many years? 17 years. Um, yeah. 17 years later, you're like, you know what? It's time. <laughs> <laughs> it's time I rectified the biggest mistake I've made in my life. 
Oh, gosh. It's also really weird that there are two entries, uh, three entries down here at the bottom that don't have any red on them. Like they, like Zoe, Moe Lester the Limp, and Iggy McClanahan don't show any presence. Or no, they, yeah, they, I, or they joined in 2018. So they're I guess they now. joined in 2018. So yeah. we so haven't we, updated this for the 2019 yes. moves. <laughs> we can do that now. It's very possible that, that Spades has left the band yep. uh, because of Purvis the Paler Gator. <laughs> oh, Pale Gator. Oh, Pale. And there's an R in there. Oh, I guess it is a Paler Gator. Ugh. And right now there are 15, mem- 15, 16, 17, 18 members in the band. That's too many members. Too many, it's too many rednecks. I just especially, it. especially when you have Bone Duster Croc in the band. <laughs> bone Duster. Um, there are side bands of this. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Rednecks tribute band. There's the Cotton Eye Joe show, which is some of the members. They lost the right to rights to Rednecks, so they would they toured under the Cotton Eye Joe show. Okay. Um, an entirely other Rednecks group was created in Australia, and New Zealand. Consisting of Murphy, Skibald, and Rogan. Okay. Um, this is so ridiculous. Yeah, it's just, a, it feels like a whole world, like, that I'm I'm just not allowed in, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's really amazing to look at all of this stuff. Uh, Cotton Eye Joe was in The Negotiator, Space Truckers, <laughs> Hood of Horror. Cotton Eye Joe Negotiator. Yeah, Malcolm in the Middle, My Name is Earl, New Girl... Um, this is incredible. This, yeah. sh- I mean, this thing was everywhere, and uh, it's terrible. And I wish it was nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it needs to go. Um, where does this fall? What are worst songs we've done for the show? Uh, well, I, I still think that uh, "Fly for a White Guy" is probably a worse song. I, I find um, it. I think it's worse too, and I hate saying that. That means like if you ask me, you say like, "Hey, which would you rather listen to?" Yeah. Cotton Eye Joe or Pretty Fly for a White Guy. I think I'd have to say Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, I think I would too. Because um, even if it's stuck in my head, it's I'm. If it's stuck in my head, it's not me going. Ah, ah, ah. That yeah, that part is very rough. Yeah. Um. I don't think we've done anything else that's really close. Yeah, I don't think we've had had stuff that's as intolerable. No, this is very very rough, and I think one of the functions that as we move into 2019. The teenage dirtbags is going to fulfill is just reminding people of how bad music can be. Like we just want to make sure that you know this this hope punk new optimism like doesn't get any traction because it's like well you know what though actually yeah. there's some there's some extremely uh, there's some pretty rough stuff out there folks. Yeah, I want you to remember that rednecks was popular and that can happen again at any moment. These guys could rise like a fe- I mean they, they haven't gone away. They like, never got. They've never gone away. With a little work, you and I could go see the Rednecks live. All it takes is going to europeantalent.se. Yeah. And we can book the Rednecks. I wonder how much it costs. Stretch goal. Um, Let me see if that that website pops up or if it's broken. Because it was was a pop-up on a video. It was an annotation on a music video. I'm looking. I'm just seeing now that they had a a song called Football is Our Religion. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh. Well, that makes me think also, again, this might be a little bit of like a tribute or criticism. Yeah. It does say the lyrics are tongue-in-cheek, innuendo, and sexual topics. There is a lot of that. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't... Uh, I'm on their website, Redne- Redneck's Music, 
book slash book rednecks here. Do you want to book a show with rednecks? We have one thing clear or have one thing clear. We give it all. We oh. don't spare one drop of energy on any occasion simply because we don't know how to. If you want to turn your event into a full-blown party, you need rednecks on stage. Oh. We will, of course, play all our hits and most likely make a performance that will be the liveliest talk of your town since the Archbishop sleepwalked naked through Rover Street in 1639. It's very specific, rednecks. Yeah, yeah. Um, we love our audience, our crew, and to party all night with you is what we live for. Let's meet soon to book rednecks and avoid having any lame goofers ruining your event. Lame goofers? <laughs> People hate lame goofers. Oh, God. GD lame goofers? God. What would it be like to have the rednecks play at, like, a private party? I don't want to know. I don't want to listen to them playing. I would feel bad. <laughs> like, like, I would just go, I would go to the store. Do you think they show? I mean, they have to show up all in costume with like fake teeth and everything, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They probably would redneckify you, similar to like it with like working at a haunted house or something. I don't want to be redneckified. No, no. What would you? Would you do it for charity? No. <laughs> I mean, if it was like not associated with the rednecks, mm-hmm. then maybe, yeah. But I no. I uh, I like that. Uh, that's, that's a good. That's a. I feel like we've learned a lot. Okay, good. <laughs> We've uh, learned a lot today. Uh, we learned a l- that there are a lot of Rednecks hits. Yeah, too many. Um, we've learned that there is a body missing in Kentucky or whatever that has been tarred and feathered. <laughs> a corpse <laughs> washed up on the banks of the Mississippi yeah. uh, with third degree burns and moonshine scars. Yeah. And no one knows why. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we didn't learn that. No. Um, we never will. Learned what happened there. Um, we learned about mouth. Yep. Um, so you may think you've learned everything, but you ain't. Nothing yet. Because every episode of Teen Jerkbags ends with a poem about an onion. Brayton, you have a poem about an onion. Gary, I don't. Uh, I've decided that that I wanted to take a break from onion poems. Wow. I know. I just about a carrot or brand brand new season. Okay. uh, Where I'm just taking a break. I'm not sure what I want to replace it with yet. Uh, but I decided, uh, got to move past onion poems and start start looking towards the future. Well, it has been how long have we been doing onion poems? Like nineteen eighty, yeah, three like or something 20, like that. Thirty years now, way more than twenty three years. I think we, you yeah. know, we did an onion poem back in uh, Keeping the Faith days. Yeah, that's true. So uh, it's been quite a while since we've done uh, since we've had onion poems. So like, I think it might be time to move on to like was it like shallots or what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I might t- just do bone duster crock songs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a song about Bone Duster Croc? Oh, yeah. Yes, I do. Does that have a title? No. (laughs) Yeah. Well, very well, then. Yeah, no onion poem for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Traditions are made to be broken. Yeah. If you like the show, what can they do, Brayton? Well, they can rate and review it on iTunes uh, or any other sort of uh, place where you can rate and review podcasts. Mm -hmm. Um, You can support us on Patreon. We just mm-hmm. revamped our Patreon. Literally, any amount of money will be accepted. It's true. Uh, we will not reject amounts smaller or larger than uh, than certain things. If yeah. you uh, donated to us during Duckstream, thank you very much. Yes, we do thank have you. Uh, some people there. You are getting. Uh, you will get a video dictation for this. We're going to start working through those probably next session. Um, but we're just getting a little bit of a, a wind, a headwind of our own picks before we start doing requests. So. Um. Gary, I, I want to jump in here real quick. It just looking at the timeline, did we discuss how um, the 
Redneck's timeline. Uh, the label in the legend is Redneckery. <laughs> no. Like, this is the period of time in which they were they were engaged in redneckery. Brayton, do you think that Romeo and Juliet would be uh, would suffer if the line was, get thee to a redneckery, <laughs> instead of get thee to a nunnery? I thought, yeah, uh, no, I don't think it would suffer. I, I think, think it would be fair. basically the same story. But what if mm-hmm. everything was the same except for that? <laughs> like Shakespeare hacking, like using history to hack Shakespeare? Yeah, I think that would be really confusing for everyone. Mm-hmm. Especially the bard. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't write that line. Well, it's there now. Forsooth. Um, so until next time, in 2016, we vow to have a better sign-off. <laughs> <laughs>